My name is Adriana Alejandre, and I founded Latinx Therapy in 2018. Latinx Therapy is a national organization that focuses on demystifying myths and taboos in the Latinx community. Over the last five years, there has been a lot of growth and amazing changes within Latinx Therapy. And I feel like we're at a point where I need to update my branding so that it reflects all of the growth. What isn't working for you in the current brand or what's changed that you feel necessitates something new in your branding? Yeah, I just think we're ready to turn the page and freshen it up. But I'm feeling a huge creative block. So as we get into this branding process, what are your concerns with how this might go? The primary one is that I want the rebrand to still connect with the Latinx community. And if it doesn't, then I worry that it won't be credible anymore. I won't be trusted in the community. It sounds like you're feeling a little apprehensive about it. Yeah, I'm a naturally anxious person. So, (laughs) yeah, I just feel apprehensive and nervous are perfect emotions for what I feel. I get why Adriana feels that way. She wants her new branding to have lasting power while representing the Latinx community that she cares so much about. So today, Adriana gets the help that she needs to rework her brand. She'll meet a mentor who's been through a similar branding refresh and a designer who will provide practical tips to help Adriana execute the update that Latinx therapy needs. I'm Koi Vin, Senior Director of Design at Adobe. And this is Wireframe, Design for Small Business, a special limited series from Adobe Express, a new app that you can use to quickly and easily make standout content from thousands of beautiful templates. Can we go back just a little bit and talk about what drew you towards mental health to begin with? I remember being in college and I was a a single mom at that time and I was just really struggling. And my professor, I remember him looking at me in my eyes and asking me how I'm doing. But it wasn't the casual, quick, like, how are you? Mm -hmm. You know, it was the like, looking deep into your soul, knowing someone is wounded type of how are you. And he validated me and recommended that I go to therapy on campus. And I'm thinking like, why didn't I ever think of that myself? Why didn't Mm -hmm. I ever think that was something available for me? And so that's kind of where my passion for mental health really began from a very kind of dark place. It sounds like a really pivotal moment. Yeah. From there, I experienced so much frustration and loneliness with the mental health system in itself and how there was a lack of resources for folks in my community. And that's really where the journey started. Okay, so let's take a look at your current logo, which is very active, very vibrant. Lots going on here. And within each character, there are lots of little details like zigzag lines and different colors and shapes. And it's enclosed in a speech balloon shape. So you've had this logo, this branding since you started Latinx Therapy. What were you going for when it was initially designed? I wanted it to look like fiesta because I felt like that was something that was connected to my culture. It captured different colors that complemented maybe various nationalities. But I feel very grateful when I look back to the design 
And then another side of me feels a little bit of grief because I know it's time to move on. So do you think that if this rebranding were successful, that it would help restore some of your confidence, really unblock that creativity? 100%. Yes, I think because it's bringing me excitement, I know that it'll increase my confidence, which will lead to more ideas to execute. So you want us to pull you into the design process and really sort of show you how to get from A to B. Yeah, while holding me accountable. Yeah, I think we can do that. That's amazing. Adriana has a lot on her plate. As a busy therapist and business owner, the idea of updating her brand all on her own can feel overwhelming. So I found her a mentor who will give her a boost and get her on the creative track. Her name is Ellen Bennett. I'm all yours. You tell me where you want to begin. All right. (laughs) Yes. Ellen is a business owner who's been through the creative challenge of updating her brand. She founded Headley & Bennett, a cookware company. They're famous for their aprons with the iconic ampersand symbol. Ellen is also the author of Dream First, Details Later, How to Quit Overthinking and Make It Happen. If I look back at Headley & Bennett's journey, there's been so many times where I had to, I call it like, you got to get off the bike to adjust the bike. And I think back to when I first created the ampersand for Headley and Bennett. It was very kind of iconic and I loved it. But six-ish years later, I was like, something's wrong with this. Mm -hmm. And that feeling is a feeling that you should never ignore. And we went through so many different styles that looked absolutely nothing like the heart of Headley and Bennett. But there was gold at our core and we just needed to tweak it. So that's what we did. So it's a little bit of a journey. And I'm telling you that because there's not like one magic bullet. You're going to sit down and all of a sudden everything's perfect. And if it's not perfect, there's something wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. This is just the path. Yeah. You ready for that journey? (laughs) I think I'm ready. But then my heart felt fear. I don't even know what it is that I want creatively. Yeah. And you know what? That's okay. I too felt fear. But the cool thing about design is that you're allowed to have feelings about it. Mm -hmm. Like you can see it and say, "Mm, it doesn't feel right. This one does feel right. And it's going to help you kind of tap into that creative rut that you've sort of been feeling. Mm -hmm. The best thing to get through anything like this is to just do the damn thing, right? You're like, I want to rebrand. Stop thinking about the rebrand. You just do the rebrand, right? Just begin it and be okay with being uncomfortable. I've alluded to my brand feeling a bit outdated, right? What do you suggest to going about creating a brand that is timeless yet modern? I try to always lean with colors that are more on the timeless front than the trendy front. And I'll give you an example. Everybody remembers Glossier Pink, right? Yes. That like dusty rose pinkish color that took the world by storm. And then just like that, a couple of years later, poof, it was gone. So at least for me, I try and stay away from what I call flashes in the pan. Like you have a lot of purple in your current logo, Mm -hmm. but that purple is definitely like, it's a more 90s purple, right? Yeah. How do we make our colors a little more grown up? So it's not losing your soul, but just kind of like, tapping into the roots of it. And I did the same thing with Headley and Bennett. We still use red, but we just updated the red to be a little bit more bright and fresh. You are more of the timeless path. Like yeah. you want something that 
represents your culture, your Mexican background, etc. So I feel like a lot of the things that worked for me could work for you. So Ellen, with that, I'd love to learn about the background of the ampersand. What inspired you to create this? So I'm half Mexican, half English, which is, you know, quite the dichotomy. Headley was my English grandfather and Bennett represents my Mexican side. So I grew up with my grandfather serving me like tea at four and then going to Mexico and running around the streets barefoot playing soccer. My neighbors had turquoise houses and my grandma had a yellow kitchen and everything was color. And so to me, Headley and Bennett was always these two opposing forces of like proper and timeless and kind of dignified. And then at the same time, colorful, loud, out there, bold, opinionated, right? And so if you look at Headley and Bennett's identity now, it's a mixture of that. And so that ampersand had a lot of weight to me. Wow. The process for creating that ampersand actually was me trying to identify something that could go on all of our aprons and our product Mm -hmm. and people would be willing to wear it. I wanted to go the subtle route. Mm -hmm. So Lacoste, the alligator, that was my inspiration for the and. And it was kind of like, if you knew, you knew. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't, that was okay. Now, if you ever watch Top Chef or Food Network, you see that little red ampersand on TV because it's above the fold. Mm -hmm. And it represents, if you know, you know, but it wasn't like some crazy agency that created it for me. It was just like my boyfriend and I in our house at two in the morning. That's such a beautiful story. I did not expect that at all. (laughs) And it carries a lot of meaning, you know, from both of your heritage. Are there any design elements from your past and from your youth and from your culture that you might want to be pulling into Latinx therapy? Mm, Tapping into my heart, I keep seeing a quetzal from Guatemala. Mm. I'm half Guatemalan as well. Quetzal is actually the bird that represents Guatemala. A very beautiful, bright red and green bird. You're right. It's a beautiful bird and it has these like long kind of tail feathers. I love the idea of trying to incorporate that in some way. Yeah. And I think that requires a lot of thought and reflection from me because even when I started that I didn't want necessarily my story represented in my logo. It was more so my community story Mm. in the brand, in the content and everything that I do. You built this table, girl. You should sit at it and you should let people know that you are the maker of the table. You're the one bringing people together. And you should be so proud of that. I feel like tears in my eyes because I feel so validated. I'm going to bring that energy and these feelings into the rebranding process. (laughs) Yes, girl. Yes. I love to hear that. And that makes me so happy. Where's your head at now, Adriana? You seem really pumped after that conversation. Absolutely, yes. I just feel like I have this new energy to produce this new content. Yeah, like she said, stop thinking about it and just do it. Just do it. Just get in there and start figuring it out, right? Exactly. I thought it was really interesting what she said about representing her heritage in her branding. And I thought maybe there could be some lessons for you there as well. Absolutely. You know, as I had mentioned, I I didn't want to include myself, but I think I'm seeing, you know, and learning how Ellen did it, 
It's giving me many different ideas. Yeah, I think oftentimes when we think, oh, I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about other people, my community, yeah. my group, which is, I think, a noble impulse. But at the same time, when you make it really personal and sort of particular to you, it achieves a kind of universality that you can't get otherwise. It makes it more relatable to people that you're putting yourself on the line, so to speak. Yeah, I, I'm still getting nervous about it. But yes, <laughs> maybe, you know, it could be the excited nervous. Yeah, nervous is okay. I think uh, we want to take that nervous energy and put it to good use. Mm -hmm. And I'm ready. Adriana's creative gears are in motion, but she needs help turning these new ideas into a refreshed brand design. And that's where our designer comes in. Shessa Garbutt is a designer, artist, and the founder of Firebrand Creative House, an LA-based branding and design agency. Shessa, you're really no stranger to designing for the mental health space, right? And you've dealt with a lot of clients who have journeys that might be similar to Adriana's. Totally, yeah. So one example that comes to mind that feels really closely tied to Adriana's story is mindfulness for the people. Mm -hmm. So they are a queer Black woman-owned nonprofit. And so they're trying to address the physical and mental health effects of racial trauma. So we wanted to pull on some of those histories of resistance. And one of the ways that we did that was in the symbol, mm -hmm. we pulled from uh, Bantu symbolism, which is uh, an African culture. Yeah, There were these two symbols that stood for brain and for mind, and they were two separate things. So we made sort of a combo symbol that's not exactly either of them, but it represents this mental space. Mm -hmm. And then for the typography, for the font, we pulled from Vocal Type, which is a Black-owned type foundry, specifically their font VTC Martin, which is inspired by the civil rights movement protest posters. That's a great, and Vocal Type is owned by Trey Seals. He was on our last season of Wireframe. So it's great to bring everything back around like that. Yeah. So pulling on that history in a way that was subtle while supporting other Black creators was sort of a great way for the brand to be about it mm -hmm. in its design without sort of leaning on stereotypes. Yeah. It sounds like there was actually a lot of value in being specific with your cultural references there. Yeah. It's more memorable that there's a story attached to it versus saying, oh, this is like a, we're just everything to everyone. Yeah. So earlier, uh, when you were talking to Ellen, you mentioned the Quetzal, mm -hmm. and that really stuck with me. So I looked up the Quetzal, and I actually found that it's a symbol of like light and like goodness. It's a good omen in Mayan culture, which is really exciting. Mm. I'm curious what the Quetzal means to you as a symbol. I've been on a journey over the last many years to reconnect to my Guatemalan roots because my mother is my last living Guatemalan family member. And my mother comes from Mayan roots. And part of that, the Quetzal, is such a huge symbol that connects me back to those roots. I love that you closed your eyes and you had this vision of the Quetzal because you mentioned that you've been spinning your wheels, you're unsure of where to start, and it feels kind of like your ancestors were like, here, here's the Quetzal. I love that sort of intuition or that instinct, and I kind of want to dive into that. So Adriana, I want to take you through a free association exercise. Okay, I'm excited. So I'll have you close your eyes. And let's just start looking at what aspects of the bird are iconic or really stand out for you. The 
very long, beautiful tail. I think that's so unique. Definitely the vibrant colors, the red, the green, and it's not even one shade of green. It's multiple tones, hues of green on this bird. Yeah. And the red, the red on, on the chest. Yeah brings comfort like it's a mysterious red if you will mm-hmm. the entire look of the bird just looks brave to me resilient having a little bit of that red in the branding and logo i think speaks to this spectrum of emotions yes to me it's a symbol of strength as well awesome So Adriana, I think I understand the importance of the Quetzal to you and to your heritage. What do you think it can say in the context of the Latinx brand identity? I know it doesn't encompass the entire community, but I do think, you know, because it is something that I've made so personable and have been transparent about my story that that would be okay to include it. So it sounds like you feel pretty confident that it can work inside of your identity that you want to put it there. Yeah, and I I don't think necessarily that I want to put the bird itself in the rebranding, but I want to take elements of the bird, like, you know, the colors or, I don't know, maybe the tail. Yeah, it might help to just start with hand sketching and hand drawing. That way things don't feel so precious. Mm. You can try out different things without trying to get it pixel perfect right away. That's true, yeah. I think creating really loose sketches is one way that you can work out those ideas super quickly before you jump to the computer, before you jump into the software. Okay, that sounds like a good actionable plan. It takes me somewhere else creatively right now. Like the possibilities that I can create literally out of my hands, even if it's not quote unquote perfect, because that's another element within myself that I don't create because I believe things should look perfect but the messiness it's part of the process and I just have to trust that that's such a great attitude that's exactly the way to tackle it I think software is great it can augment your ideas and augment your creativity but the core of it comes from you and the ideas that you can bring to life and often that starts with sketching on paper okay Yeah, this is definitely a a part of designer's process. You can just let things sort of flow through you and see what patterns are coming up for you, what themes are coming up for you, and say, yeah, you know, I like this version of the idea better. Yeah, and using a symbol that sort of comes to you instinctively, like the Quetzal, can be like the hook that you need to sort of unblock your creativity. It definitely has. I've been able to generate more ideas within this conversation than I have in the last couple years. (laughs) So you're already at work. I am. Thank you so much, Chessa, for your words. So, Adriana, earlier you told me that you wanted to be held accountable, right? Yeah. So what are the next deadlines that you're going to set for yourself? I'm going to commit to doing some sketches and just free-flowing kind of the ideas that I'm inspired to create based off of this conversation. I'm going to do that by the end of this week. What I also want to do is make some time to get into the program and integrate some color from my sketches. I'm committed to doing this by the end of the following week. That sounds like a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. While Adriana spends the next week or so sketching out ideas to update her brand, let's go over the tips that we heard that can help with any brand renewal. One, to design or redesign a brand with lasting power, leave the trendy shades of the year aside. 
you're going to want to choose colors that you know you're going to be able to live with for a long time. Two, your brand is a reflection of you. So it's important that it feels right to you as the founder. So don't shy away from incorporating design elements that are really meaningful to you. And three, just do it. Sketch out ideas, play with free association exercises, and see what comes up. Creative experimentation is a hallmark of the design process. So let go and enjoy the ride. About a week after we met, Adriana filled me in on how the sketching process and logo redesign work were going. I think I should start with letters, boldy letters. What's in my mind is not coming out through my hand. So I'm just adding dots everywhere. I'm just doing squiggles all over. I had high hopes, but I don't know if this is for me. So the drawing advice did not work for Adriana, but she did find a path to unblocking her creativity. She also left us this message to tell us where the inspiration has taken her. I think at first when I opened Adobe Express, it was a little bit overwhelming because I was like, I don't know what I want. Like I just went into that block again, but I gave myself grace and I was just playing with the fonts. And then I saw something and it clicked and it just, it became fun. And so I was able to create two different concepts that first week on Adobe Express. I was able to design one concept that I grabbed that same style of Latinx therapy font with the pattern and I added the Guatemalan flag colors and even some Quetzal colors. And I like it, actually. It just felt reaffirming. I didn't feel that imposter syndrome or worried about what would people say if I include myself. I'm not separated from the brand anymore. And I think that's very special. It just felt like there's hope. This is it. We're going in the right direction. It's so great to hear how a fresh design is affecting not just her brand, but herself as the founder. Find links to Latinx Therapy, to Ellen, and to Shessa in this episode's show notes. I'm Koi Vin, and this is Wireframe, designed for small business, a limited series from Adobe Express, a web and mobile app that you can use to design great content from thousands of templates. Head to adobe.com slash express and give it a try. On our next episode... It's going to be difficult, man, because your streetwear community don't really rock with plants unless yeah. you're talking about ones that you can roll up. <laughs> and I don't know how many in the plant community rock streetwear. Right, exactly. You've given yourself a difficult bag mm-hmm. to carry. How to cultivate engaging design for two different kinds of customers. That's next time on Wireframe.